Well, guys, I mean, 2023 was such an amazing year in gaming. I can't believe all the games we got to play. I mean, Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom absolutely lived up to the hype. Just, I, I think 2024, though, is going to be even bigger. What? N- Nick. Wait, what? Are you... I, I feel is like you joke? misspoke for a second. What, yeah. what were you saying? This, this is the... We're previewing next year's games, right? Next year being 2024. That's the what we're doing for this episode, first new episode of the year. No, Nick, it's, it's 2023. We just got through 2022. Yeah, next year is 2023. The year in... We're about to do the like what we're looking forward to in 2023. No, we, I think we, you just misspoke. No, we just lived through all of 2023. I remember you know, the, the the three of us went to Disneyland together, had a great day. Uh, we played all these games, recorded all these episodes, had an amazing Wolf Among Us episode. We did. You guys remember that? No, no, we ha- it, ha- it happened. hasn't happened. It's 2022, dude. What are you talking about? I'm in a fucking time loop. God oh, damn it. I fu- I'm in a oh, fucking no. time loop. This is loop number one. I'm just realizing. I lived through all of 2023. I can do this shit again. You're in a year-long time I'm in a fucking loop. year-long time loop. I can live through That's- this entire year again. That sucks. Oh, God. This is awful. Do you... Did nothing bad happen to you? Like, do you... Do you have any idea what it is that you need to do to solve the loop, or...? Uh, I mean, based on this year's news... I should go warn Joe Biden. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I'll get, I'm going to get started on that, guys. So. Oh, no. Let's get okay. this episode Is done. there going to be a big ice okay. cream shortage or something? <laughs> <laughs> we look ahead to all the games of 2023 that we won't have time to play this week on Get Played. Welcome to Get Played, your one-stop show for good games, bad games, and every game in between. It's time to get played. I'm your host, Heather Ann Campbell, along with my fellow host, Nick Weiger. That's me, Nick Weiger. I'm here along with my fellow host, Matt Apodaca. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Get Played, the premier video game podcast where we talk about games. (laughs) That's right. That's right. That's what we do. If you're starting your year, like I want to listen to a podcast this year, and this is the first one you picked, that's what we talk about on this that's show. That's we that's the topic. Games. Yeah. And if your your New Year's resolution is to play more video games, that's a great resolution that's a lot of fun. So I encourage you to keep that up. That is really good. We are um three people that are totally comfortable with your parasocial relationships with us because the truth is the three of us have parasocial relationships with one another. That's like, true. We don't, mm. we, we don't know each other. We don't, true. We're never in the same room. We see each other once a year. That's, well, how, that's how podcasting goes. Hopefully we'll be in the same room some more this year. Hopefully yeah. we'll be able to get in studio a little bit, do some more IRL stuff. That's I was thinking about this the other day. I yeah. think the three of us should go have a nice meal. I'd love to have a nice meal. That'd be great. Like a nice one. Islands, it is a nice meal. Oh, I yeah. Look, that's, you took the words out of my fucking mouth, man. <laughs> what? 
uh, uh, chicken tortilla soup for the table. Let's go. Hell yeah. For the table? Like one big bowl? Yeah, yeah it's a refillable bowl. Oh, no. Endless, not, endless tortilla ref- soup. That's a good ref- value. <laughs> I'll eat the first bowl. <laughs> then, you know, oh, I'm full. Then you get the second bowl, Nick. And then, Heather, oh, you yeah. saw us enjoying the bowls of soup so much. You're like, all right, I'll have a third bowl. And then we're all full of soup. One soup, three three spoons, please. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, it's going to be good. I think soup, I mean, I know we're doing predictions this year. Mm. I think soup is going to be huge in 2023. I'd love for that to happen. A big soup guy. I think we should, I think it'd be great to get to get together in person. And I would say, you know, like, hey, let's, let's, let's have a meal. Maybe let's fucking play some video games or something. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Or play yeah. A, or play a oh, board wow. game or something. Ooh, a board game episode could be fun this year. Not that everything we, we do has to be content, no. but hey, if yeah, you're doing I, I, it, might no. as well. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's get together to hang out and then figure out how to monetize it. Yeah, yeah, that's good. I mean, I, I already know, not to get too far ahead, I already know one thing that I feel like for sure we have to do together this year. We've got to be there day one that the Mario Land opens up at Universal, right? Yeah, we should try to go to Mario Land. Um, it's going to be, I'm going to be so fucking anxious because there's no. going to be so many people there, but we yeah. shouldn't fucking go or see no. the movie at least. I don't, I, I mean, the movie, sure, but like the idea of being at Mario Land on opening day is a nightmare for me. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's rough stuff. Oof. No, thank you. Maybe day yeah. two. And you know, opening day, fucking Bowser's going to show up, mess up the proceedings. My time to fucking. Kill him once and for all. Oh, <laughs> oh Matt, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's going to end badly for you. Yeah, I'm going to kill this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Tears streaming down Matt's face as he's escorted by police from yeah. the park, screaming, <laughs> I saved you, Peach. I did what Mario couldn't do. <laughs> That's right. Marry me instead. <laughs> Look, we can, uh, we, 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 this is a video game podcast. And we are going to talk about the games of this upcoming year. Uh, but, you know, I think also we should live in the now a little bit and talk about some games we're currently playing. Guys, what are you playing? You thought I was dead! Oh, oh my God! He's back! <laughs> I rise from the grave! I not only thought you were dead, you I was... You killed me off! Huh? I was confident you were dead. Yeah. I... I... I did execute myself in front of you guys. Yeah, it's awesome. So, so I, for all intents and purposes, but turns out La Plaga lets you come back. Oh my god! Oh. I, I want. I don't know how 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 to start this year off right, but I'd like to do it like this. Mm. What are you playing? Oh, just, just a, back to basics. Wow. Nice little baseline for us. And this is also great because, you know, we were talking earlier, Heather was saying that some, for some people, this is going to be their first episode. So it's maybe nice to have a little bit of a reset for the Resident Evil merchant who introduces our What Are You Playing segment. Hi, I'm the Resident Evil 4 merchant. Last year, I lost my job at Resident Evil 4 when I was replaced by another voice actor. So I took up a gig at Get Played. But then I fell on hard times. Got arrested, got a disease. My wife and child left me. But here I am, scooping it all back into the old box and starting over. (laughs) Guys, what are you playing? Wow. 
Wow. Uh, great to have you back. Yeah, thanks uh, for scooping it back into the old box. Yes. Great to have you reanimated? Yeah. Yeah, it's good. I've, got, the I've got a good shed now. It's oh, got heat. Nice. It's got, it's got a, a, well, it's a bucket that I shit in, but I, I dump okay. it outside as opposed to before when I didn't do that. Uh, uh, wait, so you just changed behaviorally. You just decided I should empty this bucket at a certain point. Yeah, so uh, it overflow yeah. with human waste. The bucket has a limit. Yeah. And maybe so was, do I. Hey, Nick, you just let a little thing slip there that really meant something to me. You called me a human being. Wow. <laughs> well, Resident Evil Merchant, I will answer your query uh, briefly because my New Year's resolution 2022 gaming resolution was to finish Sekiro. And you know what? I'm fucking playing Sekiro. Hey! We're recording this, we're recording this in December. I rebought it on Steam. I already had it on PlayStation 4, but you know I am the Port Authority and I got a nice gaming rig, so I decided I'll I'll throw from software some more money uh cuz uh yeah, what uh, why the fuck not? Bad um, hard year. My goal, my yeah, exactly. <laughs> throw him a bone. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, my my plan. My hope, I'm not trying to get too ambitious here, but I think with the time that we ha- we're taking off from the podcast, we're recording this probably you can you can infer uh, we're recording this in December and I, we've got a few weeks until we're back in the studio again. My aim is by the time this episode releases, I'm going to have to roll. I'm a, I will have rolled credits on this bad boy. Wow. So I'm going to give it my all. I'm going to fucking work my ass off. I, I really enjoy the, you know, I, I, I love about Elden Ring. Just, just, just try and boss fights over and over again until you, until you figure it out. Um, and uh, you know, I, I also love that about like a, like a challenging platformers, your Cupheads of uh, you, you know your Super Meat Boys. Um, so I'm excited to do that same process uh, with Sekiro as I work my th- way through it. So that is my follow up on last year's games preview episode. Um, Matt, how about yourself? Okay, so um, last week I talked about how I rolled credits on God of War Ragnarok. Yes. And so that's what we talked about that last week and you guys are well aware of this. Yes. Um I'm not ready to say goodbye to wow. it. It's such a fucking fantastic video game. And there's plenty of side quest things for me to do now that I, I can just kind of clean up uh you know. It's it's I said this last week. It's maybe one of the best games I've ever played. It's so fucking good. Mhm. I don't want to stop playing it. So it's, by this it's point, perfectly for you too, right? Yes. That's a big part of it. It's just like you love that franchise, you yes. love the first one, and and this is like the refinement of that. Exactly. And so yeah. now I'm just, I'm just, I almost called it the lands between. I'm just uh, scouring the lands between uh, and uh, f- doing all these other side quests and stuff. Uh, there's a, uh, there's another, there's you know, I, I guess I won't spoil uh, too much of it still because it is still a pretty new game, um, and I don't think you guys have started it, um, but it's. It is so good, and they did such a great job. I would like to see how much of this I could do. I don't know if I'll be able to go for the platinum, because mm. um, I don't know if I'm locked out of any um, like achievements. I don't think so. I don't think I can't imagine. Yeah. I can't imagine that that a a first party Sony 
AAA game in this day and age would lock you out of yeah. of, of trophies. I don't think so, but um, it's it's fantastic. It is uh, just an incredible story. In the end, there's it's just great. Um, so, but my aim is to also start Horizon Forbidden West. So Ooh. by the next time we meet, I'll probably have started that as well. Wow! Uh, because those types of games, that's just it for me. That's it. I love a big open world sort of action platformer uh, with you know RPG sort of elements. It's that's it. That's my zone. That's it for me. That's my favorite kind of game. I love you it. like you like the big AAA open world game. You yeah. are Matt. Triple A Podaka. That's true. That's, whoa, that's me. Wow, that's nice. Mad a new Podaka for the new year. <laughs> hey, that's great. And in, there's, you know, yeah. in my full name, there are three, three A's. A's in there are three A's in there. Wow, and that wasn't an accident. No, it was faded. The prophecy foretold. <laughs> can, can I ask you one? And 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 feel free to be you know a spoiler light with your response to this. But one thing I heard about Ragnarok, and it's possible I heard this from you, possibly on the podcast. Uh-huh. But um, I heard there's a there's a there's a side quest involving jellyfish. Yeah, that's I did say really this on the good. podcast. Yeah, okay, that that one delivers. It's great. Yeah, it's okay. really really good. But I mean, the one in Elden Ring is really good. This one is yeah. also really good. Um, it's I mean it's not like it's like a huge thing. It's just cool. It's just nice. Uh, I can't remember what the um, the the name for it is in in Norse mythology, but it was such a cool this like the what do you call it? The thing about this franchise, especially mm-hmm. twenty eighteen in, 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 in Ragnarok, they really like when something's supposed to be fucking big. Yeah, it feels fucking big. Like and you could see right. it from far away, it's it's it, I don't know I there's not a lot of games that handle scope like that uh, I think and it's just there's such a good team over there at uh, at Santa Monica so hats off to them what a I'll, you know I'll talk more about I talked more about this last week yeah uh, but it's a, a stunning achievement God that's bless them yeah that's great all right Campbell what are you playing well you know um. Another game that features jellyfish is Fortnite. I've been away oh. from games for two weeks. I took a game, a small gaming break. I did a little portable gaming. Yeah. Uh, but but uh, all by and by, mostly took a two week break off of off of video games, which really broke my heart because there was a um, a Fortnite Christmas event where you got to meet Santa Claus and he gave you a gun, which, just like in real life. <laughs> uh, but I'm I'm so I got my Sony year in review, like uh, mm-hmm. which, which sort of ranked which games you played the most. And mm-hmm. Elden Ring eked out uh, a, a small margin of success over Fortnite, even though Elden Ring, I had many months to play and Fortnite. I didn't start until I think October 20th. Uh, wow. So with uh, about. Four hours difference between the two titles is how I finished 2022. I am going to hope that a game that comes out on June 2nd breaks the hold that Fortnite has on me. But until then, I'm going to be playing 
Fortnite. I, guys, it, it ruined my life. Uh, it ruined my life. You know, there's a class action lawsuit against Fortnite from a group of parents who call it too addictive. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Do you think you can um, get in on that? Wit, no. <laughs> Which uh, I, I take issue with because like if you if you binge watch a TV show, like imagine in the 1990s, somebody coming over and saying, oh, man, last last night I watched all of season one of Seinfeld. Like, you'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? What? You did what? That's a lot what? of Seinfeld, yeah. That's a uh, lot. Season one, season one's only six episodes. That's a great point, Matt. Oh, well, I don't I don't, I don't, really I don't mean to be the Seinfeld, Seinfeld guy. Season one that, of Friends, I think, was a full season. Full last order. night, I binge-watched all of season one of Unsolved Mysteries. Oh, that's too yeah. much. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a lot, right? But now, if somebody said that, you'd be like, oh, shit, you liked it. Right. Yeah. Nobody would be like, uh oh, unsolved mysteries is too addictive. Somebody's got to take it off the air or change yeah. the format. Like yeah. if you if have I said this on the show before, if you if you read a book and it's a page turner, nobody is like, uh oh, got to change that book. Too addictive. No, like a, yeah. a book series. Nobody. Right. was. I, so the idea that that Fortnite that is successful, meme. it doesn't feature any loot boxes. There's no gambling element to it that's actually creating that that dopamine response that mm-hmm. that is true addiction it's just good so like let people play it myself included until june 2nd 2023 and we'll get to that in just a bit mm, wow i'm looking at the release calendar and i think you're looking forward to digimon world next order <laughs> <laughs> But guys, that's the past. Let's mm. talk about the present future. Yes, let's talk about some games of 2023. And I think we, maybe we could start in a, in a more general sense of just games slash really anything gaming related that any of us are looking forward to this year. Maybe we could just sort of go around and, and just, you know, trade off. Yeah. But um, uh, Heather, I mean, I, I, I feel like you already mentioned something. You mentioned a specific date, and I'm pretty sure, knowing your gaming taste, what game you're talking about. Uh, what are you looking forward to this year? June 2nd, 2023, PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4, P, PC, maybe Steam Deck? Who knows? That would be pretty wild. Street Fighter VI is coming in 2023. It has wow. three modes of play. There's the classic fighting mechanics of the of the old street fighter action and then there's like a some new gaming mode where it's world tour and you and you and you fight your way up to being like i'm assuming it's like kind of a battle royale of street fightering um i i'm really praying that this game is good because it would be great to be able to play something else but <laughs> the 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 thing about Fortnite is that it is constant, <laughs> constant activity. And I'm s- scared that street, other than when you're waiting in the lobbies, 
essentially you have a 25 to 30 minute round of constant activity every time you launch Battle Royale mode, right? Street Fighter VI, if you're spending two, three minutes in between each round waiting for another match, I'm I'm fucked. Yeah. The, the chain will break and I will be dragged back into Fortnite hell. But everything I've seen about the game seems so good. I have this fancy fucking joystick ready to go. I cannot fucking wait for Street Fighter VI. And the truth is, if this was the release of Street Fighter IV, I already would have played it because mm. I was a games journalist. So I got access, early access to Street Fighter IV for months ahead of the release. And I, I, I was so fucking amped by the time it, it arrived. And, and here I am, uh, a f- regular civilian on the outside of the fence, not in any of the betas, just waiting and waiting and waiting to sink my fucking teeth into the sandwich that is Street Fighter VI. Uh, I'm I'm curious if there's any any particular bit of new content that you're like like have your eye on of like oh this is an aspect of the game I really really uh, uh, you know am anticipating. Well, so there've been a bunch of new characters unveiled, and the thing about Street Fighter is all of the characters in in the past have been so insanely over the top, right? Like, yes. you can't point to a character and be like, oh, that's a normal guy. There's a normal guy in the middle of all this fighting. Right. And you, Nick, pointed out a character, I think, as we record last night that you yes. were excited to see, uh, who is um, the gigantic Maurice, Marissa? Marissa? I, I, yeah, I think it's Marissa. I, I don't know. Marissa. It's spelled like Marissa, but I don't know how it's pronounced. Um Friend of the pod, a past guest, frequent guest, future guest, uh, Jordan Morris pointed this character out to me and was like, uh, Marissa is this huge jacked. Um, I can't tell if she's a gladiator or a luchador or what exactly, uh, but she's she's just fucking enormous. She's got to kind of get the proportions of uh, Luisa from um, Encanto, uh, just a just a very muscular, brawny woman. Uh, and uh Jordan's observation was just, I guess Capcom is just putting giant women into everything now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm excited to see the full roster. I'm assuming mm-hmm. there's a couple characters who haven't been announced yet, but maybe, maybe not. Um, I'm excited for the future characters that are going to be released. But most of all, I'm excited to play as down on his luck, Ken, because <laughs> yeah. I would love to be shouting into my mic. I'm not a terrorist. I didn't do the bombing <laughs> while playing as Ken in That's Street so Fighter. Funny. I've I, I hate Ken. I'd never play as Ken. Mm-hmm. But seeing him in like a worn out hoodie and some regular pants, you're like, yeah. oof, what a story. What a guy. <laughs> uh, I forgot about my I forgot about family court. Well, <laughs> yeah. I guess I'll go f- I'll fight fight Guile. Um the <laughs> The, uh, I'll, I'll, I'm sure this will help my record if I fight an ex-marine. <laughs> yeah, <this is> good. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm so I, I'm glad that you're excited for it. Uh, it looks pretty awesome. Everything I've seen, I, you know, I don't really play fighting games, and I've been thinking about it because you know I, I do like watching esports uh, fighting. I, I do like watch fighting games as a spectator, um, and. Uh, 
I've I, I've thought about playing Guilty Gear Strive because that's a cool looking franchise. Like I just like the 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 aesthetic a lot. But I'm also wondering if I should maybe just wait and see when Street Fighter Six comes out, like how that shakes out, and uh, you know, because that'll that'll be super duper relevant when it when it launches. It has 20 days to get me, mm. and if it doesn't get me in 20 days, I'm I'm not I'm I'm gonna put it down. Wow. Because something comes out on the 22nd of June. Wow. Wow. Well, we'll get to that. Great. Uh, Matt, well, what's what's your first pick? Something you're looking forward to in 2023? Uh, well, I do want to say I am. I'll, Street Fighter Six is also on my list. Uh, wow. As a, a huge fan of Street Fighter Four, um, and not a fan of Street Fighter Five, but uh, I haven't looked. I haven't done enough research to see if my boy M Bison is in it. But I feel like he's in all of them. Uh, but I I love him, and I hope that he's like I don't know like an uber driver or something <laughs> like, <laughs> like they just make him like a normal man um my first game that i i think i'm the mo- i don't know if i'm the most excited for this game but it's definitely on my list it was supposed to come out this year they delayed it um which i think is good i think every game should be delayed <laughs> um so that nobody's working too hard uh and uh it and it doesn't come out bad uh, we it's see what happens. Miyamoto here. quote. Yes. In action. Yes. Um, it's uh, Rocksteady's Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. Wow. Uh, um, yeah. I, I really love those Rocksteady games. I loved the Arkham series. They're all fantastic. Uh, this Suicide Squad game looks cool. Um, the cast of characters looks cool. I just, I love that combat. I love that sort of. Uh, just how big the worlds always feel, or you know, the world of uh, those games feel, um, and it features uh, the final performance of Kevin Conroy as Batman, which who we lost last year and was oh man, um, it, it is a, a generation's Batman, certainly my yeah. Batman. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I remember the Batman animated series being the first TV show that I loved. Uh, I, I, he's he's incredible. Uh, so it's his final performance as Batman, maybe his final performance. Um, and mm. I can't wait to play it. I think it looks cool. Um, I think it's come, it comes out in May, so not for a while. Um, but, uh, still, uh, pretty exciting. And, uh, I mean, I guess that's it. That's, that's my, that's all I got to say about that. I think Brainiac is the main <laughs> villain, uh, of this one. So it looks, it looks cool. Um, they, I guess I've seen a lot of stuff where they're like, they got the flash slumped, like they got him fucked up. Uh, wow. So they, I think, I think they are. I think they do have to kill them, which I think is kind of funny. It'd be cool. If, I mean, I don't know what they're going to do narratively. I don't know how they'd accomplish that or whatever. But it would yeah. be cool if they fucking killed the Justice League. And it's supposed to Jesus somehow Christ, they went for it. Yeah, I'm like, oh god, they fucking decapitated <laughs> Green Arrow or whatever. <laughs> uh, they, um, it is, I guess, tied into the world of the Batman Arkham games and it's supposed to take place afterward. But mm. if you played those games, I mean, uh, is it a spoiler? They came out in 2015. The last one you can, no, you can spoil ahead. those games. You're fine. Batman quote unquote dies at the end of the Arkham night. Nice. Um, About fucking time. But <laughs> if you like a hundred percent, you get an ending where that's like not true, but that's not, everyone's not, not every gamer is going to do that. Yeah. So, most gamers are going to be like, why is Batman in this? <laughs> uh, 
Uh, but yeah, I'm, I think I'm, most gamers will be like, cool, Batman. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about the other game. <laughs> uh, why isn't this a first person shooter? Most gamers will say. Um, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League. That's rad. Uh, the, the, what's your favorite game in that series, in that franchise? Oh, uh, man. I probably loved Arkham City the most. Um, yeah. The second one is just so good because the first one. The first one was kind of like a big surprise to me. Like I, one hundred percent. I didn't know. I, I think I came to it late. I probably got it on sale too. That like was the I first was, time you heard about ba- Batman, right? I never heard of him before. <laughs> I had sort of, uh, you know, in the sort of dark alleys, I'd heard uh, like rumor of this like uh, mask vigilante who, right. uh, you if you were um, doing if you're up to no good, he'd soon uh, shortly be behind you. Uh, a lot of my friends have disappeared after saying, it's the freaking bat. <laughs> <laughs> Which all those guys say in those fucking games. Yeah. God, no, it's the bat. Uh, there ain't no freaking bat. Yeah, yeah, it's just a rumor. That's a superstition. Don't. Oh, shit, it's him. <laughs> I, I can't so believe funny. it, Mr. J. <laughs> wow. It's the uh, But that first one was like. I was like, oh, shit, like a good Batman game. This is awesome. Like, there's like a detective mode. Like, you can like, uh, it just, it felt good. But a smaller game, right? Arkham City comes out. It's like, oh, shit. I'm in Gotham City. I'm in all of Gotham City now. This rock. Sure. And yeah. it was just like, that, it's it's so good. Mark Hamill is so good in that game as well as as the Joker. Um, in, in, in all those games, I think. I think he must appear in... Arkham Knight as well. Uh, Arkham Knight was a bit of a disappointment. It it's not as good as um, uh, Arkham City, and it's fine. I didn't love driving the the Batmobile. Mm. The Batmobile feels weird. It doesn't really feel like you're doing anything. It kind of just feels like it's floating there. Um, oh. Whereas, like a game that is a similar play style, um, the Mad Max game, which I think I've mentioned here before. Yes. Driving those cars in Mad Max feels good. It's mm-hmm. fucking awesome. Uh, because it feels like you're driving a piece of shit. <laughs> right. Uh, in, in a Mad Max uh, desert. And the Batmobile just kind of feels like it's floating around. Um, but I, I'm excited that Rocksteady is, is, I guess, committed to this IP. Uh, it's pretty, pretty cool. Yeah. Ooh. I, I think there's something to your, your, your observation, because I feel the same way of like, Arkham Asylum being such a shock in terms of, oh, wow, this is awesome. This is, and also this combat feels so good, like just for any game, not just for like Batman. You think you feel like Batman, but it's just like, it just has this, this incredible, uh, you know, uh, tactility to it. It just, it, it, it feels so, so engaging. Um, and visceral. Yeah. And for that reason, I think just because of how it hit me and also I just I like that it's that it's a smaller scope. I like that it's kind of contained, you know, uh in, in one environment. I've I that's what that's my favorite. I had oh, wow. I never played Arkham Knight. So I, I can't comment on that one, although everyone has said that that's kind of a a a you know, like they, they I think I feel like your opinion is kind of the consensus opinion there. Yeah, it's like it's um, good, but it's like it's not as good, you know. Yeah. Uh I feel like you could trace a a straight line. And there's probably other games that do this too. But as far yeah. as like superhero IP goes, the Spider-Man 2 video game from the Spider-Man 2 movie, mm-hmm. you could draw a straight line to the combat in that, obviously to the combat and stuff and swinging in the 
Sony Spider-Man games, uh, but to this Batman game as well, because I felt like the fighting in those games was similar combo driven, you know, uh, like fist fighting. Pretty good. Mm. You remember that Hulk game where he could run up buildings? Yeah, that, that was, was a good game. Awesome. It was fucking sick as hell. Was it uh, oh, Hulk something destruction or something? I think it was you, called. You're thinking of Fortnite because Hulk's in Fortnite. Oh, <laughs> uh, wait. Yeah. Hulk had a gun, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hulk has a gun. He does. He goes, ah, and then he shoots you with a pistol. <laughs> yeah. Hulk smash the trigger. <laughs> uh, what the fuck was that game called? Uh, we'll we'll figure it out. The Incredible Hulk Ultimate Destruction. That's what I it think. Is. That's yes. what it was. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That was very very cool out. game. Uh, well, hey, uh, you know another cool game. Hopefully, in the future for me, you know I love that Diablo franchise. Uh oh. Also, on my list. perhaps my Uh-oh. in in terms of hours played, it might be my most played franchise. And there is a mainline Diablo Four coming out on June sixth, shortly after Street Fighter Six. So it'll if I do decide to play Street Fighter Six, it'll really have to get its hooks in me to overtake Diablo Four, or Diablo Four will have to underdeliver, which is entirely possible, because that certainly happened with the Diablo Mobile game, mm-hmm. um, Diablo Three also, which ended up, uh, you know, they they uh, they they uh, they updated it, um, they got rid of the real money auction house, they uh, you know uh, uh, had a you know some just some great refinements of the core gameplay and expansions of the uh you know uh the world uh and, and with 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 updates and dlc and it might take that with diablo 4 because it's always kind of a process with these diablo games even diablo 2 like it was it was the expansion that really made it the game that it was um and on and honestly, like a patch to the expansion is really what made mm-hmm. it the game that 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 you know that people loved. Uh, but um, yeah, I mean, I I do think Diablo Two Resurrected was an awesome product. Like it was just like it it was just such a great you know way to do a remaster, and that gives me confidence that Diablo Four, given the time and resources that uh blizzard will have poured into it will will launch in a at least a, a, a fun state if, if an imperfect state so i'm looking forward to it i want to i want to get a little bit more diablo um and uh yeah i don't know i mean i i i, I guess i just want to see uh, i i just want to see exactly what they do the ways in which they they ex- you know what? it's a lot it's like any of these long-running franchises it's like street fighter 6 it's like how do they keep the core elements that made this a hit in the first place and then how do they add refinements to make this you know a, a more of a modern a contemporary game but yeah that's my pick diablo 4 and hey i, I know heather probably won't but matt if you want to party up i'm in let's fucking do it this is the thing that i'm I, I've been thinking about this a lot. Yeah. With uh like the release date, I think recently announced for Diablo 4. I don't know what Yeah, at the Game Awards. Yeah. They they it was like they announced, you know, last month as of this episode's release. Yeah. I don't know what platform to purchase it on. Because mm. it's not on it's not on Steam Deck because uh Blizzard and Steam don't have a client together. Uh, you can't. I mean, I mean, I don't know if you can launch any uh, like Blizzard game on Steam Deck yet. Um, 
if if you can, it's a kludgy workaround okay. to get Battle.net working on it. Okay, then I'll, I'm sure. Maybe no, I I don't even know if that's true because I I don't I haven't looked into it. But I'm saying but I'm saying in yeah. the hypothetical that you can, it's probably a, like a clunky thing, like you know, yeah, getting getting Game Pass to work on it. I'm sure it's like yes, I'm sure there there must be some way. Um, I feel like maybe best bet is it crossplay? It's got to be. I think it must be right. I don't know. Uh, I'm either thinking Xbox or. Or PlayStation. I feel like Xbox mm. might be good because it's like I don't buy any games on Xbox. And it's like, okay, well, if this is just Game Pass and Diablo 4, then this, is, this seems fine. Sure. Uh, but who? God, I didn't even think about how fucking Microsoft acquiring Activision. Obviously, that's still being litigated, but. Oh, yeah. Be, like, like Diablo 4 could be a Game Pass game. Oh. That's a thing that could happen. That's, so. that's interesting. I hadn't thought about that. I might not need oh. to buy it. Oh, who and fucking that, knows? that is going to tie into something we talk about a little later. Wow. Oh, that you're not buying any more games? No. Wow, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm buying no games this year. You, st- you still would not have time to play everything. No. That's the thing, though. Yeah. I'm just going to take one year off and play every game that has ever come out before. <laughs> uh, all right, Heather, uh, another pick. Something else you're excited for in 2023. So, as I said, Street Fighter Six has 20 days to grab me. And that's because June 22nd, 2023 is the apparent release date of Final Fantasy 16. That's on my list, yeah. Which... Wow. I'll admit, none of the trailers have excited me. I am not into it so far. But no Final Fantasy game has ever bummed me out. Mm. And even the ones where I'm like, eh, like 12. When I saw the, the trailers for 12, I was like, eh. And then it ended up being maybe my favorite Final Fantasy game. Like, that was great. 12 is incredible. The script is so great. The voice acting is great. Great game. Love the world. That's the world of Final Fantasy Tactics Advance, a game that I will probably never finish and never play again, except I will play it again (laughs) when the servers are down at Fortnite. Uh, So it's, it's a high fantasy, classic fantasy setting for Final Fantasy 16, more Mm -hmm. akin to Game of Thrones than, say, Final Fantasy VII's Midgar, right? It's, uh, it's, it just does, it looks too normal for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I really, really want weird shit in those games. And it looks, it looks more like normal. But maybe it'll be great. I don't know. I'm definitely going to play it. So they won. They figured out how to do a thing where they, they, in the infinite pool of games being released at any given time, Final Fantasy has for somehow in 15 games made it so that I'm like, this doesn't look good to me and I'll still get it. It's like, it's like a friendly looking Dark Souls. <laughs> Yeah, I mean it's 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 interesting what you're what you're talking about it being just such a straight ahead high fantasy sort of medieval analog in its in its world uh, that it's presenting because you you have come to expect that Final Fantasy games will have like 
a mech being loaded onto a locomotive. You know, they'll have yeah. something that's kind of steampunky slash cyberpunky slash, you know, just sort of sci-fi-esque. Um, I mean, the Midgar in Final Fantasy VII Remake is very much like a, oh, this is like a cool, almost like a cool cyberpunk reality. It's almost like Night City, the way yeah. that it's... Uh, the way that comes alive. So yeah, I'm I, I'm curious about, but I'm 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 intrigued for the same reason because like, for the same reason I am for Diablo Four. It's just like this is a mainline entry of a franchise that I fucking uh really you know I I'm just always interested in, and yep. I have I have high hopes for it. Um, they've announced that the party members will be fully AI driven, which the party members in Final Fantasy Fifteen. 15? 15 was the last one. Yeah, 15. I couldn't remember if 15 was the online one or 15 was Noctis. Uh, but 15 had AI-driven partners. You know, that's not uh, that's not so crazy. But one of the most exciting things for me as a combat enthusiast is that the combat director for Final Fantasy 16 worked on Devil May Cry 5. Mm. So there is a wow. possibility... Uh, that it will be a robust and engaging combat experience. And in which case, I don't give a fuck what it looks like. Like that's <laughs> what I've dis discovered with Fortnite is <laughs> I'm playing as a clown and it doesn't matter yeah. if the guns snap. Right. Um, they've also announced that it's going to have an easy mode, which also is exciting to me because I'm like, oh, if there's an easy mode, then the combat has a reason to exist. Sure. Like, so there's there's enough that I'm like, oh, OK, all right, sure. Let's try it out. But I do I do wish it was like a dude with like. Hair that was really spiky and a villain who was like. Like the game, the game trailer opens and the villain has just murdered the family of the. Yeah. Of the hero. And right. he's like, revel in your pain. Then I'd be like, OK, this is for me. Yeah. And then the hero is like, you're a dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a fuck about my family. Yeah. Uh, all right, Matt, you're up. Okay. This is, I don't know if I've ever talked about this game before, um, but I'm excited that there's a sequel coming out this year. Uh, it's a sequel to Oxenfree, which is a is maybe the only graphic adventure game that I love. Mm. Um, I, it was one of the first games I bought on Switch, and um, it's, it's a cool little, like, sci-fi, like, uh adventure game uh and it, it it's the sequel is uh coming out uh, this year it's called oxen free 2 lost signals and it's like i trying to it's been so long since i played it but I, I i loved it and the original game you're kind of going around this like weird sort of like campground reliving some old memories of like uh old friends and like and your brother and um there's like communicating with like spirits through a radio it's mm -hmm. really really cool. It's a, it's a lot of fun, um, and the um, the developer Night School Studio, um, I think 
also has um Netflix is one of their publishers, so I think the first game is on the first uh is the first game is on Netflix. Like if you have the Netflix app, you can play Oxenfree. Um and I just remember being the story being great, really fun, like interesting. Uh and I'm excited to see what they do with, with the sequel. Um and I'll probably get it on Switch too, but it's coming to it's coming to everything. And I I don't think it has a hard release date, but I also know that they delayed it, which is good. All my games I think are delayed. Which is fine. Then zap. Yeah. Yeah. A d- Especially a delayed, now. A delayed game can be good, but a rush, a bad game is forever bad. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but if you haven't played um, Oxenfree, it's great. And it's, um, I feel like it's pretty short too. I think I played it on like an airplane. Uh, it's, 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 it's a good time. Uh, highly recommend it. Wow. If you haven't messed with that. Uh, that's a great pick. You know, as I as I've been looking through my list and as I've been thinking through as I was making my picks in advance of this record, there there are a lot of remakes, there are a lot of sequels. And that look, that's that's it's a it's an industry based off of franchises, it's an industry based off of IP. Uh, but there is one that there's a, an original indie game that that's coming out this year that I am intrigued by. Uh, because it feels like it's going to, and I don't know exactly how it plays, um, but it's coming to. Heather is shaking her head. Don't. This is not a bit. I'm not doing a bit. Don't fucking this, do it. I'm not doing a bit. It's a game called Storyteller, um, and it's going to. It's a. It's an indie game that's coming to PC and Switch, and it's like a. Uh, it's not a hentai game. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> It's a game where you kind of like, like you know, and, and I've I've seen some footage of it, and I'm still trying to piece together how exactly it plays. But it's kind of like a, um, uh, basically you're constructing comic panels as a means of, uh, and you're solving puzzles, uh, intuiting like what exactly what goes where in order to construct a story, um, in order to progress. So in the same way that, that a game like, you know, the, the, one of my favorite games from last year, the case of the golden idol, um, and hopefully that's one that comes to game pass at some point. So where people will play it, but that get like, like, it's kind of like, oh, here's an interesting way of presenting, uh, puzzles in an interactive, uh, context that can really only be done in a video game. Mm-hmm. This looks like the same sort of thing. It's also got a really charming art style. Um, I mean, maybe I'll share some of this with you guys. Can you? You can just take a look at uh, a, 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 at what it's like visually. Um, so you can you kind of see like this. It's oh. like animated sort of storybooks, and it's got these you know uh, semi chibi sort of characters that get inserted into comic panels that come to life as you solve the various puzzles. So, you know, at, at every year there's some new, it, there's, there's some new indie games that kind of come out of nowhere and end up being, you know, like, Oh wow, this is, this is one to check out. I don't know if this one is going to be that for, for me or for everyone, but it's certainly one I have my eye on. Yeah. Um, and that'll be out for PC and switch, I think in March. That's sort of the thing that I was having a hard time with, uh, with making my lists, of yeah. what's coming up this year is that like all these like lists like that keep track of like the upcoming releases don't really include indie games. It's all AAA stuff uh, all the time, which is like fine. But mm-hmm. it's like I feel like when a, like, a new indie game comes out, it is often like like you say, like kind of like a surprise. Like I don't think Hades was yeah. like on anybody's radar as like, a, oh, I better check out Hades when this comes out. 
Uh, it was well, and it was yeah. it was also an early access for like so long. Yeah. You know that happens with indie games too. You know, like like um. So it, 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 uh, yeah, who uh, I don't I don't know what how how hyped how much of a marketing budget this one is going to have, but it certainly looks cool and seems like an intriguing design. Um. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited to check it out. That's great. Sh- should that we do? Game- should we do one? Uh, sorry, I have to go on. I was going to say that game doesn't look like it's for me, but I'm really happy that it's <laughs> yeah. coming out for you. <laughs> uh, should we do one more round? Yeah. One more round of so if something we're excited for, yeah. then we can move on? Yeah. All right, great. My final pick for games I'm excited for in 2023, assuming the Death Stranding 2 doesn't release until 2024. Yeah. Um, is Armored Core 6 Fires of Rubicon. <laughs> wow. <laughs> If you were to imagine the game that Nick just pitched, this beautiful storybook world where you just apply stickers into little comic book frames and you tell yourself a little story. I'm hoping that Armored Core 6, huh? Condes- uh, uh-huh. Yeah, if you like games that look like, you know, if they're you, for little games. Nick's yeah. pitch ass. If you, were, <laughs> if you were to imagine a game that was like, hmm, I like playing by myself and that you just said that over and over again while you played it. (laughs) (laughs) Then I'm hoping Armored Core 6 Fires of Rubicon is the um, solar opposite of, uh, of, of the game that Nick just pitched. All we know is that it's from software in the legacy of Armored Core games, a mech action game that looks punishingly grim and hopefully has the same enthusiastic love of difficulty as all from soft games. I'm hoping that I have to spend 45 minutes manually upgrading my mech before walking (laughs) into battle. And that if I damage my mech, it, it saves automatically so that I have no, like, I'm hoping that the the RPG sort of element of the game, if I could design it myself, is that you cannot like you if your mech gets damaged, it's permanent and you have to go out and like fucking (laughs) job in order to get money in order to upgrade the mech, because I feel like mechs are so uh, braided with the concepts of capitalism, like most mech shows are not like. And then you could just get parts. You, you open up this bucket. There's screws inside. Add them to your mech. Usually, like Gundam and even Evangelion are are sort of deconstructions of like either bureaucratic states or capitalist city states, mm-hmm. where money and 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 contracts are so integral to the idea of the mech. So I'm hoping that there's 45 minutes. Before each time you send out your mech, where you're like talking to a guy who's like, I can't, I can't do it. I cannot upgrade your mech. It's impossible. You only got 20 credits. You have to go out there without a leg. And that would be great. That's what I want from Armored Core 6, Fires of Rubicon. Matt, wow. you're up. Wow. Well, another FromSoft game, by the way, for people who aren't familiar with Armored Core series. Yeah. yeah. Um. I feel like, I don't know if Nick's going to say this, but I feel like we're all excited for 
Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. So I won't spend time talking about that. Yeah. It's like on my list. No shit. For sure. Not on my list. Oh. Wow. What why is that? Too much cool shit coming out that isn't Legend of Zelda. Yeah, you don't got time Mm. for it. And and the truth is, I'll play it, but I don't want one of the best parts about Zelda is that each time you play, it's like different. Yeah. Right? Like the tradition is from the first sequel. Like you go from this top-down game to the side-scrolling game, and you're like, oh shit, what is Zelda? And you go from, yes. from each of these games is is different in tone and setting like Wind Waker compared to Twilight Princess, totally different games. And I'm a little bit like. I've done Breath of the Wild. Mm. I, I get that. I think there's also an element of each game is kind of like a response to the previous game. Like yeah. it's kind of like, you know, like there was a big backlash to wind waker and so they come out with you know twilight princess which is like hey here's like here's actually a wolf (laughs) exactly yeah yeah yeah. link and and link looks like a you know like a a, he's not the cel-shaded uh chibi version um and i think maybe the response to breath of the wild was just so universally euphoric that they're kind of like well fuck it let's make more of it but I, i i kind of agree with you in the sense of and my reason is a little different I'm just not excited. I just can't get as excited about Switch games anymore. Oh. I'm just like, this hardware is so fucking old. Yeah, I like, It feels wow. like my phone is more powerful than this fucking console that I have. Holy Give me a shit. fucking 4K version of this shit. Yeah. Um. But anyway, sorry. Go on, Matt. No, and to that point, too, the Steam Deck makes the Switch look, like, embarrassing now. It's, it is sort of mm. just like, they have to shit or get off the pot with this thing. Get us get us a new Switch. Yeah. Um. But... And you know, I'm excited for another sequel of an existing IP. Uh, But the thing that I'm excited about this is that I know it's not going to be 70 hours long. That's like that's sort of like (laughs) what I'm looking like. I know that like Legends of Legend of Zelda is that's going to take me forever. That's going to take so long. But Star Wars Jedi Survivor, that's going to be like 15, 25 hours, maybe 30. Sure, that's going to be nice. Mm -hmm. And I only finished. Jedi Fallen Order uh, this year, this past year, uh, and I, I loved it. I'm excited that there's a, going to be a new one so soon. Um, I am also concerned that there is going to be a new one so soon. Um, I would imagine that it's not that different. Uh, I mean, story, it'll be different, but like gameplay, I'm not sure uh, how much they can change or uh, add to it. Um uh, and, and I'm also hoping that they didn't just rush this out. It's EA, so who knows? But um, it I I loved the I loved the game. I love Star Wars. I thought it was a great Star Wars story. I think Cal Kestis is a great Star Wars character. Um, and I'm 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 really looking forward to seeing B, uh, BD One again, my little boy. Uh, and just some nice lightsaber combat. That's what that's but. I hope they don't do that video game thing where they're like, you don't have your powers in the beginning. I hope you get. Mm, Sure. I hope it's just like a scale thing, right? Where like you have all your powers from the first game at the start, but then you get better powers as the game goes on that. And Mm. and everybody is like strong kind of at the beginning and then everyone gets stronger because your powers get stronger later on. Um, But I'm really. Is that how Ragnarok handles it? 
Kind of, yeah. It is sort of, of just okay. like you have everything kind of at the start, and then you get some stuff later on, and you're like, whoa, okay. Yes. Um, oh, man. I can't wait for you guys to play Ragnarok. It's so good. I'm excited to do it. Uh, I'm, I'm definitely hoping to check it out. Uh, you know, hey, maybe fucking... Maybe I won't, though. There's too much, too much <laughs> shit to play. Maybe I'll never play I'm God excited, of War Ragnarok. But also, maybe I won't. <laughs> Just being realistic yeah, here. Yeah, it's true. Uh, I want to shout out a couple of, of of remakes that are coming out. People, of course, know about the Resident Evil 4 remake, but also, you know, the Dead Space remake. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm pretty excited about. But uh, the game I'm going to pick for my third and final entry, and also the Persona 3 uh, uh, is go- is getting ported to modern hardware. Yes. And uh, as we, we we just did our Persona 5 Royal uh, We Play, You Play, and uh, I'm, I'm very hyped about that franchise now. But anyway... Uh, uh, the game I'm going to pick is a sequel to a Telltale game that is maybe Telltale's best, uh, The Wolf Among Us 2. Uh, now, I this is an adaptation of a comic series that I'm not familiar with because I'm not really a comics guy called Fables. Uh, but basically, the way it works is it's kind of like a gritty noir world, but featuring a bunch of characters from fairy tales. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know... Uh, your main uh, the the main character is like a a kind of a a wolf man uh a big b wolf and then you know like also like snow white is like a major character and the the you know it's it's basically like a mystery sort of uh, but also just like a lot of dialogue you know the kind of shit that i love mm-hmm. it's just like hey we're going to go through and we're going to talk to people uh just endlessly have a bunch of dialogue trees with consequences and it's just a really really great execution of the telltale formula uh maybe that the, the just kind of the height of the form and the the second the sequel is being made by a bunch of uh you know by, by a team that's that's a bunch of uh telltale veterans so you know i think the telltale formula by the end got and we as we experienced certainly when we did our episode on minecraft story mode uh, yeah, it, like they, they'd kind of exasperated the formula uh, by that point. But I'm hoping with some time away from it and, you know, kind of this team reforming under new circumstances. And I assume abandoning the episodic uh, method of distribution and just releasing like, here's the whole fucking game uh, in in one chunk. I, I, I'm hoping uh, that that will create just like a, a the the sequel that this series deserves because it's it's really fucking it's a really fucking cool game and if you like adventure games and haven't checked it out uh, I definitely recommend uh, seeking out the first one if you can get it can you still get it that's the other thing with these Telltale games a lot of them were like not available for distribution for a while I feel hmm. like uh, the Wolf Among Us is still uh, listable I think I think okay. it's, I think it's still out there I think you could still buy it um, I think I own it on two different things. Um, I think it's 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 currently on Steam, so okay, great. It's it's it's, uh, it's cool, and I'm and I'm I'm hoping the sequel delivers. But uh, hey, let's move on from that. And real quick, I want to see if everyone just has one prediction for 2023, and to give you guys some time to think, uh, and also possibly to steal one that you're going to use. I'll go first. Oh, um, my prediction is one of the big three hardware manufacturers sony microsoft nintendo one of them will announce a steam deck killer like a like a really powerful piece of portable hardware that's going to uh compete with a steam deck and take advantage of whatever their existing you know distribution platform slash cloud service is 
And I would love for it to be Sony because oh it'd be God. fucking weird. Yeah. Please, but we'll see. Please it's, let it be Sony. Please yeah. let it be Sony. And it's like the new uh, uh, PlayStation U <laughs> has a, a, a six inch touchscreen and a and a, a the standard PlayStation DualShock controllers embedded into the display. Additionally, you can unhinge the middle of the screen, twist it, and wear it like shoulder pads. <laughs> Fuck. Plug your headphones directly into your wearable PlayStation U. Yeah. Oh, uh, yay. Okay. <laughs> It, it sucks a, and it's awesome. Yeah. Do you have a VIO from 2005? You can exchange waveform files between that VIO and your PlayStation U. It plays all your old UMDs in 4K. <laughs> wow, sure. it upscales them. You cannot play Spotify or Apple Music on your PlayStation U, but you can play Sony's new service called PlayStation W-A-L-L-A, Walla, where we have 15 of the newest artists available for streaming anywhere you have a 500 megabit per second internet connection. <laughs> yeah, to, yay! Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Cool, thanks. To, to Nick's point, <laughs> it's not going to be Nintendo. No, I no. don't think so. I mean, no, because but I mean, I could see them being like, I could see them positioning a next version of the Switch, yeah. an iteration of the Switch as that, but I don't think no, they're, they're going to do, they, do some weird shit. They're barely caught up with like PlayStation 3. Yeah. Like they're, <laughs> they're not doing it. It's not going to be them. Um, it would be cool if the next Switch was foldable. Oh, yeah, I'd be into that. I'd be like, okay, great, cool. You, yeah, you because they they always love that foldable for, form factor. You know, right. they like that clamshell click open. Mm -hmm. So it would be cool if the game if the next switch was foldable open or foldable uh, portrait mode. Oh, I yeah. want to be able to roll it up like a cardboard tube. Something I'd be you afraid would. to do every single so time. You could fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It, I think I think it needs to be. It would be cool if it was Sony. Yeah, I think it needs to be Xbox because I think so far Xbox is losing this console war two years in. Um, sure, I don't think it's had an impressive launch. I don't think. Um, and like the, the day of exclusives is kind of over because like. If it's um, on Xbox, it's on PC. If it's on PlayStation, it's coming to PC eventually. So, but the games that are on PlayStation 5 and the tech on the PlayStation 5, I think, is better than uh, both versions of the Xbox. There's been argument that the Series S is holding back the generation, which I don't agree with. Um, yeah, I'm because also like, isn't basically every PS5 game also on PS4? Yes. So you could make the same argument over exactly, there. Exactly, yes. So I think they need to stop that. Right. For both systems. Uh, <laughs> Knock it off. Yeah, stop it. I'm turning this car around. Um, I would like it to be Xbox because they sort of are dipping their toes in it a little bit. They have that. I don't, they don't have it, but Logitech has this handheld that plays cloud Xbox Game Pass. That's, yeah. And that's all it does. Um, so I think 
it's either going to be something like that or we're going to see like an Xbox cloud app on Roku TVs next year or, you know, this. Yeah, I, yeah. Get, I could see that. I mean, like, you know, hey, God bless the the Logitechs and the Razors of the world. Yeah. Hey, I love Razor. I got a Razor mouse keyboard and, and sound uh, a fucking sound bar. But, uh, you know, like they, they just don't quite have the muscle to to no. you know put through uh, to, to, to 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 like launch a console like that no. so um i'm i'm hoping yeah i would i would love for microsoft to launch their own version of the steam deck i i don't know if they will though uh, anyway that's my prediction um uh heather how about you i think the next silent hill game is going to be delayed until 2024 that's wow. what i think wow i think silent hill ascension just isn't going to fucking come out this year that's I, I I that's probably a safe prediction, but I'd rather be right than uh than swing for the fences. Mm-hmm. Sure. And I just don't it's just not gonna happen. I I think they're playing that game internally and they're like, what is this? <laughs> what did we make? What 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 are we doing? I think yeah. they're having meetings where it's like, what what have we done? What are we doing? So yeah. I think that game's gonna be delayed. Um, and I think if it does come out, it's going to be like a drop. Mm. You know, it's just going to be like a, a little tiny drop in the, in the ocean of games. I think it's going to not going to be like the Silent Hill 2 bombshell for the PlayStation 2. I think it's just going to be like, oh yeah, there's a new Silent Hill game. I think it'll more, have to be, I think more people will play avatar frontiers of pandora then we'll play silent hill yeah (laughs) given given the state of that franchise it'll have to it would have to be like oh shit silent hill is back like it'd have to be a fucking banger i think to really have an impact with people other than enthusiasts uh hey that's a good prediction all right matt how about yourself i think and i i'm basing this on a couple of things just the way things are trending right now with being able to purchase things. For example, the Steam Deck was reservation only for mm. the first few months of its release. And you had to have re- reservation for like a year in advance before it came out. And then they made their way through the uh, reservations. Now you can buy a Steam Deck today and have it delivered in like a week and a half, two weeks or whatever. Mm-hmm. Analog Pockets um, ordered to... Um, like receiving uh, the unit window is getting smaller too. uh, It looks like, because right now if you order, it says 2023, that could be any time in 2023, I guess, but because it hasn't updated, we don't know. So I'm basing that on, if you ordered it today, it's coming sometime in, you know, in the next couple of months. Yeah. I think because this hasn't happened yet, I think 2023 is the year because it'll now be uh, almost the second, you know, end of the second year of this console generation. I think you'll be able to walk into a store and buy uh, a PS5 by the end of the year. I think. Wow. All right. I think wow. you can do it because the thing, and you know, the Steam Deck is a little more niche. Obviously, the analog pocket's a little more niche, but. The PS5 and the Xbox Series X and S are. They, I feel like they've sold millions of units at this point. I feel like this year they're going to be like, you can just kind of get one if you want one. 
Yeah, I got I got a, a Series X um pretty easily. Yeah. Like it wasn't I like I just sort of ordered it from Microsoft and it was not really much of a delay. I, I think the PS5 in year three just being like you could just walk into Best Buy and get one. That somehow of the three of us might be the least likely prediction to come true. I don't know. Like I could see that still being an issue. I, 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 I'd like to. I'd like to think that it's possible, if only so that enough people have them. So when there's like a PlayStation Five exclusive that we want to cover on the yes. show, we can just do it. <laughs> you know, instead of everyone saying like we don't, I don't have, have this, that. We can't play this. Yeah, which is fine. Yeah, it's fine. You know, I've got that PSVR two pre-ordered. Do you? Fuck yeah. I love VR. I I kind of want it, but I'm also sort of like, I don't know if I need two of those in my house right now. Uh, because I barely have space for, to do the one. I want, I want one that it has a dedicated space for reality experiences. Mm-hmm. I want one that is an awesome gaming rig. And I want one that I can wear when I'm leaving my house. Okay. So you, yeah. So you want three? Yeah. <laughs> I I'm interested in the Horizon VR game, but I'm nervous that it would make me sick, and I don't want to buy just it. I don't want to buy it just to ha- play that one game. You know, oh, man, I can't yeah. wait. I can't wait. I I eye tracking. I think it's going to be a great fucking device, and yeah. I cannot fucking wait. Is that coming out this year? Yeah, yeah. February. Oh, wow. Okay. wow. Well, I'll, I'll be interested in your reactions. Oh man! Uh, all right, do let's the get... show in PlayStation VR. Okay. The, here's the thing That's that cool. bums me out about it is that it isn't backwards compatible with PS VR one yeah. titles, and that's horseshit. That's stupid. Fu- that's weird. That I don't. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like I, I have a one of my favorite apps for PS VR one is an app that just lets me sit in a fucking cafe, and it's like, why can't you port that sh- shit? I want to sit in that cafe. Give me the fucking cafe. Why can't they? Because they're Sony. That's why. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's how they fucking do things. They, Nothing makes any they, sense. They're going to have an like, experience on PSVR 2 of you watching that cafe get torn down. Uh, why? <laughs> why would you release this? <laughs> you know, you're doing it. Uh, all right, let's get to some some gaming resolutions real quick. Uh, so, so one thing you, you're going to try to do is a, a, a ga- in gaming this year. One thing you're going to try to commit to, and also a game you're going to try to commit to finish. And I'll go first. Uh, my resolution, which I feel like is everyone's resolution every year, but I'm really going to try to go for it. Uh, my resolution is unclog my backlog. Mm-hmm. I'm going to prioritize my ever-growing backlog over the myriad of exciting new releases that come out this game. And I'm going to try, the thing I try to do every year is I try to finish 12 games in 12 months. And my my plan for this year is I want to, I'm going to try to finish 12 games from my backlog in the year of our Lord 2023. So I'm going to try to say like, these are these are not necessarily 2023 releases. These are games in my backlog that I'm either already playing or have meant to play and would try to finish those. And in that on that note, a game I'm going to try to commit to finish, speaking of VR, Half-Life Alex, the thing that motivated me to buy a fucking Oculus in the first place, and then I just got sick of wearing a VR headset mm-hmm. uh, that I never got around to playing it, but I've, from everything I've heard, it's it's uh, it's amazing, and I love that franchise, so I'm going to play that one. Um, Heather, how about you? I've had a VR renaissance lately where I've been playing a lot of Beat Saber. Ooh, it's a great game. Wow. Um, it's also a great workout. So I resolved to, f- to beat Fortnite. 
<laughs> Heather. Hey. I I don't know what it's going to take. And as far as I can tell, I, there's not even a structure for that to happen. But I want to get the no. kill screen on Fortnite. I want to I want to have a round that gets me a phone call from the from the team. And they're like, you did it. You beat the, you beat the game. You can be in the game. You can live in the game. You can do manji yourself. I'm gonna. I've seen people play it in VR, uh, and yeah. so you're controlling the character with like a standard setup, but you're aiming using your head to look around. Whoa. Yeah. Um. Sounds upsetting. Yeah. Uh. Seemed gross. I resolve to uh say goodbye to my backlog. And say, fuck you. I'm never playing these games. I'm stop I'm not gonna feel guilty about it anymore. I resolved I last year to fucking play a Vita game to, to finish. I played like an hour of that fucking game. And I was Man. like, this is great. What I love the fucking Vita. What incredible system. I'm never gonna touch that fucking thing again. I'm done. Yeah. Um, that's what wow. I resolve. I resolve to only move forward, to embrace the future. <laughs> To take every game as it comes, play it for as long as it interests me, and then abandon it completely with, I don't owe it anything. I already gave the money. Like, maybe I will never play Horizon Forbidden West. I I, I don't owe that game anything. It's probably fucking incredible. I'm not going to fucking play it. It's just not going to happen. I'm racing towards the future. Um, So that's my big... Wow. That's my big resolution is to treat gaming itself like the combat that I love in games. <laughs> Rush at the next release. <laughs> yeah. Um, and did you say, Nick, did you say a game you wanted to beat this year? I did, but it sounds like Heather is, is well, I guess Fortnite. Yeah. I'm going to beat rumors. it. Yeah, I did. Half-Life Alex That's is right. mine. Um, uh, I'll, I'll uh, here, my actual, my actual... Uh, Final Fantasy 16. I'll be I'll beat that game. Wow. Um, so for me, I do want to say I beat fewer games this year than I did the year before. Last year, some of those games were pretty short, like VR games. Yeah. Uh, you know, so they count because they're you know I rolled Still credits, counts. but they were like you know only a couple hours long, so it was a little easier to knock those out. I finished twenty this year. Uh, the list is That's a good number. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima, Disco Elysium, Pokemon Shining Pearl, Pokemon Legends Ar- Arceus, Horizon Zero Dawn, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, Elden Ring, Deadius, Pokemon Gold, uh, Lego Star Wars, The Skywalker Saga, Jedi Fallen Order, Ratchet and Clank, A Rift Apart, Norco, God of War, Stray, Bloom, Metroid Zero Mission, The Last of Us Part 1, Leisure Suit Larry, Wet Dreams Don't Dry, and God of War Ragnarok. <laughs> Those are the 20 games I beat this year. Um... I I I I'd, I'd like to prioritize my backlog this year. Um that seems like a good sort of evergreen resolution for all of us. Uh except for Heather who who cares. Yes. You don't want to. Uh complete no. opposite. My main one that I want to do this year, I think. And I don't know how guilty I was of it this year. I I would I would assume I was mildly guilty at the very least and maybe very. Um I want to. I don't want to buy a game this year unless I know I'm going to play it. Mm. So, like for example, that's tough. I have Strangers in Paradise on my shelf. I think it's sure. still wrapped. Um, haven't played it. Uh, and that goes for like Steam sales too. 
even if the deal is so good. Because sometimes you see a, you see something on sta- on sale, and you're like, well, this is three dollars. Yeah, I should just get. You'd be this. an idiot not to get yeah. this. I think this year, I'm going full idiot. I don't, I don't think I'm doing it. I got too many games. <laughs> um, so there, because there's part of that's smart. It's, I think it, it's just like a it's a maintenance thing. It's just a back a backlog thing. Because I think last year my resolution was I wasn't going to take games to like public places really anymore. Instead, I was going to prioritize like reading a book or just like enjoying the activity that I'm there to do. Like if it was at the beach or something. And then I bought three handhelds this year. (laughs) 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 The uh, analog pocket, the play date and the steam deck. Um, But I didn't really take those out to places that I feel like was inhibiting my experience or whatever. Um, Mm. But yeah, this year I I'm going to attempt to not, buy a game unless i know for sure that i have time to finish it and the game that i want to beat this year is a game i've never played before i know it's a game that you guys really like uh and it's chrono trigger wow i have an itch to be playing chrono trigger um i have it on my analog pocket already uh so i think i'll be spending some time with chrono trigger uh this year on the analog pocket which will be really nice we might as well make that a we play you play when you do it because it's a fucking classic. I think yeah, as soon as I finish it, we'll do it that month. Oh, you're great. Uh, well, hey, that was 2023 in gaming. It's time for the question block. Okay, and so these these ones are going to be voicemails. Wow! Um, Holy shit! Yeah, these are Holy fucking! Can you shit. fucking believe this? This is insane. Um, and why don't we just get to them? I only have a, 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 a handful here. This one's from Austin, and uh, let's hear what Austin has to say. Hello, Heather, Nick, and Matt. This is Austin from Idaho. Um, here in Idaho, as you may know, we have to hand crank for our internet. We put our hands on a big old wheel and turn it as fast as we can to get some low-res polygons. So my question for you is, what's the most extensive way or roundabout way to play a game you wanted to play? Thanks for the many hours of entertainment. Love you. Bye. Thanks, Austin. Thank Thanks, you Austin. so much, Austin. So, the question, so is Austin a liar or is that true? <laughs> I don't know. And so I, this is kind of why I picked his voicemail because I hadn't Googled it yet. And I, I actually don't know. Do you have to hand crank? I guess if you're maybe in a r- rural enough part of the country or the world, then maybe that is what you have to do. Or maybe that was all that was just that hyperbole. Was, I think it was hyperbole. Okay, great. So the 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 most roundabout way you've played you've the the method you've gone to to play a game. Um I feel like like just any sort of just hours spent trying to get an emulator working yeah. to play a fucking, you know, 3DO game or something like that uh, or or trying to track down. I think probably the, you know, I, when we were doing some Philips CDI stuff, that was like that shit is so hard to track down and to get work. It's tra- hard to track down ROMs. It's hard to get them working. Um that's kind of what I think of. It's a, you know, I, I, I think just emulation focused is the most 
hoops I've jumped through. Although I guess you could also say that go back in the arcade days, I do remember it was like, hey, this one donut shop has a hacked Street Fighter 2 cabinet. Let's go to this donut shop. And that being a kind of thing of like, we're just going, we're going out of our way to go to a donut shop in a different part of town um, just to play a version of of Street Fighter 2 uh, that where you can like, you know, every character can throw fireballs. Um, so that's kind of what I think of. The first thing that occurred to me was uh, setting up like a, a metal tripod. Uh, mm-hmm. snapping in a, uh, a a gaming device onto that tripod, plugging a, a DC in port to the bottom of that tripod for the controller, and then plugging that controller into uh, a power source, bringing the entire device to uh, a table, and then waiting for you guys to arrive so we could play Virtual Boy. <laughs> 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 um that is one of the most cumbersome setups baffling machines and ultimately like you have to jump through so many fucking who like there's not an everdrive for virtual boy as far as i know right so like if you yeah. want to play a virtual boy game you have to have it <laughs> <laughs> the uh i mean this isn't as interesting but i feel like i feel like getting the like Xbox uh, Game Pass cloud on Steam Deck was harder than it needed to be. Um, Because you have to get into desktop mode. You have to do all this stuff. I had to like get a dongle to connect a um, my wired keyboard to my (laughs) Steam Deck, Um, which I guess I could if if I had a a Bluetooth um, uh, keyboard, I could have done it. Um, but I had I had to do I had to do all the stuff in the back end. If I'm copy pasting code, it's too hard. That's like that still yeah. is like I'm doing too much to, to 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 be able to do this. I think. Um, but uh, so that's that's my answer. Um, the I really yeah. what you saying that is making me realize I've been thinking I just too recently in terms of yeah. because if I go back to me being a kid and uh, you know playing games on my dad's DOS computer. Like there, we, there's times when you like speaking of copying code, it have to be like make a boot disk, yeah, to like get Might and Magic Dark Side of Zine working, or get you know Wing Commander Two working because you had to change the settings of the BIOS in order for you know everything to be configured properly so you could run this thing in like the right graphics mode and get the sound card working and everything. And I do remember there was just like so much time getting that shit working. Also. Uh, that was the era where you didn't download a patch. They would like send you a disc. Like I remember this this famously buggy game at launch, Master of Magic. Um, this forex uh, uh, turn based strategy game had like we got we got boot discs of the one point three version, or not boot disc, but like like a, a, a one point three update, like in the physical mail, a three and a half inch floppy. Uh, and it was it's fucking weird. Those are weird times to to looking back on. Man. It. Shit was so much more cumbersome. Uh, let's uh, let's do let's take one more voice. Bio. Okay, here we go. And this one, you might recognize who it's from. Hello, this is Mary Laws. I was just <laughs> calling because wow, I have a recommendation for a future episode. I think that you should have Mary Laws on the podcast to mm. discuss the 
game Biker Mice from Mars based on the hit comic Biker Mice from Mars. <laughs> it is her favorite video game of all time, and she would really love to talk about it. Okay. Bye. Edge. Edge. <laughs> Guys, that was Thanks, from Mary. Mary. Wow. Oh, man. I had no idea she did that. That's really sweet. And we definitely have to have her on in order to play Biker Mice from Mars, which I've played with Mary and she fucking dominates. <laughs> wow. I think that voicemail had been sitting in my uh, in the in the voicemail uh, thing for since October. I think she left it oh, sometime in October. So I feel bad wow. about not getting to it well, sooner. What can you do? Yeah. We, what we, can I do? We never listen to our voicemails, but now the evidence is there that we don't prioritize even people who are uh, engaged to one of the hosts. Yeah, yeah. You could, you could live in the same house as a host and your voicemail's not getting bumped up. Yes, yeah, yeah. Well, guys, I'm really excited about 2023. That's, Me too. That's what I've learned from this podcast today. Yes. And I'm I'm really yeah. excited about all the games that are are unannounced, that are coming out and the and the hardware that we have yet to see. Yeah, I do think that this final year of humanity is going to be very good, um, and we should, <laughs> oh, we should really make the most of it. <laughs> uh, that's this week's get played. You can find links to our social media and our Discord in the episode's description. Uh, and hey, something else we're excited for this month's we play you play is Sonic Frontiers. That's right. We're going to play Sonic Frontiers and talk about it for a full episode. That's coming Monday, January 30th. Uh, also, check out our premium show, Get Animated. Uh, Heather, we're past Chainsaw Man, and who knows what we're doing at this point? We'll figure it out. I bet we're doing the Evangelion movies. Wow. But who knows? Well, we haven't announced it yet. Whatever it is, that's available at Stitch on Stitcher Premium or at patreon.com slash get played. And guys... Here in 2022, we got played. Wow. Wow. And in 2023, we'll get played. Wow. Nice.